everyone, welcome to the MTG Painful Truth Podcast, episode 41. I'm your host, Britt Wagner. Joining me, as always, is Cole Kirkman. Cole, how have you been? I'm good, but good. before we continue... Okay. I want to Are already you. taking control. Okay. Yeah, all right, I'm going to surprise you, because uh, I didn't want to say it. We always, uh, listeners, we always do like a fucking hour of like talking before we record, because yeah. we don't know when to shut up. But I wanted to just throw this out there for you, Brett. Okay. Because... You never really talk about it ever because you're very humble, but I'm going to put it out there. Brett, you are phenomenal at this game. I'm going to put that out there. You're very good. And you've done a lot. Like, you, you've had a really good track record lately. And me and Alec and some of the guys were talking, and we were like, man, you know, Brett never really, like, self brags. You know, which there's no negative to it, but like, man, like you really like, I mean, even this episode, we're going to talk about it, but man, you really like kicked ass. And I just wanted to like put that out there. Like you really been fucking it up. I've been really proud of you watching like what you've done, like since Star City, even before then and after then, like you, you've just been tearing it up. So I just wanted to throw that out there for you because I know you would never say it. (laughs) So I'll say it for you. Uh, th- yeah, thanks, Cole. That, that re- that's, uh, that's really nice. I, uh, I, yeah, thank you. Uh, I feel like I have been doing pretty well, um, over the past, like, I don't, like, since, I guess, calendar year 2022, that was the first time I actually, uh, someone, like, wrote me a check for, for my magic performance. I was like, oh, thank you, um, Mr. Star City Games, or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, had more, more good shit, uh, HBMO, same thing, uh, and and then, I guess earlier, yeah, the H, yeah the HBO literature also same thing, just just crushed it again. Um, got lucky. Uh, okay, so going to uh to the topics this week. Uh, so DreamHack just happened, Cole. Uh, I'm gonna go over how I did. Uh, I'll kind of save the. Uh, if you follow my Twitter, you probably already know. If you're just close friend, uh, you already know as well. But. I'll go over the. I'll, I'll be a condensed version of it because there's 14 rounds. I I made so uh, I made day two. Played every round. Uh, I'm gonna keep that condensed as much as I can. And then Cole, we're gonna talk about uh, your RCQs over the past weekend. Whatever you want to share or not share is fine. And then we were just talking recently about kind of the the changing of or what pioneers like are like transition to uh, over the past like. 36 hours or whatever like not like pretty quickly uh, just with weekend results and you played one of the you played actually two of the new hotness decks and uh, you have some takes and i definitely want to, want to dive into that with you because i was basically just under a rock apparently and uh well you like, also played an lcq we could talk about or, or, or an rcq or, or, yeah we yeah there'll be a very short talk <laughs> well i guess speaking of lcq real quick i guess i'll throw my two cents sure. in there because i did do dream hack i'll i guess i'll tell my story real quick i played three lcqs or two else i don't remember honestly my opinion about them dude fucking if you have an exuberant amount of money and you think you can high roll it go for it it's they are draining and they are some of the biggest feels bads i think i've ever had uh, i guess the only interesting story is my first lcq i did i played five color and and round the one break to light deck that you've yeah, been kind of playing yeah. And in round one, me and my green opponent go to turns in game three, at the start of game three, 
So then we complete our five turns, which then goes to sudden death. So whoever gains life first. Or isn't it, uh, sorry, sorry to interrupt, isn't it the highest life total at the end of turns? And well, whoever's life total high... changes, technically. Well, I Luke. thought it was, okay. Cause, I th- yeah, because if I lose a life, then he wins. If he loses a life, it's, yeah, higher life total. But really, like, the way to look at it is, like, life total change. Sure. It's how they phrased it. Doesn't doesn't matter. So I have Omnath in my hand. He's turn five. I'm like, all right, it's going to go. To, he was on the play. I'm like, it's going to go to my turn. I'm going to play Omnath plus land. I'm going to win the game. Easy. He rips a Karn off the top. Has enough mana to go Karn, down tick, Haywire Might, blow up Leyline Binding, go up to life, win the game. And let me tell you, I wanted to leave <laughs> after that. Like, to play for, I think, probably about an hour and a half, what it felt like, really. Because we took a long time on turns. Right. And they took a long time to come get us. And, yeah, like, it it was exhausting. So, that's my opinion on LCQs. I mean, if you want to, like, our buddy Cade, who had been borrowing Kavok, I mean, he literally got his invite off of an LCQ. He won it. Yep. So, I mean, if you think you could do it. Fuck it, go for it. David Pierce as well, also. Oh, uh, did he? Is that how he did it? Okay. Yes. Yep. So yeah, like if you think you could do it, go for it. Otherwise, like I, I just I would recommend it. At least for me, if you're the kind of player I am, like I, I wanted to, but like dumping twenty dollars and you don't really, you don't get. I mean, you do get the foil mystical dispute, which is I guess something. And he didn't share it with me because I could use them. I mean, if you want some, I... no, it's fine. I was going to say, talk, talk to Ian. He's the one that has, like, 40. Oh, I will. When, when he gets out of the hospital bed. Yes. <laughs> uh, shout out to Ian. I hope he feels better. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, like, it was rough. And then I did the 10K on Sunday. Uh, I scrubbed out real hard. Uh, Spirits was basically the deck of the weekend. And Five Color just has no game. Unless, like... <laughs> like enigmatic and you high roll it like i just did not get to play the game against spirits right yeah i guess um to to kind of go into that before we get started like the results of the weekend i thought were was just so fascinating because the day before uh i'm, I'm editing the rants podcast because Tan, like tana's like hey if you could get it out before the rc that would be fantastic i was like yes that's i mean that's like I don't. We don't want to talk about the RC. We don't want listeners to be listening about the RC uh, leading up to the RC after we get the final results. You know, that's. I was like, I, I want to get it out. So like Thursday, Thursday, Friday night, I I finish it the like the night before uh, I play, and I'm I'm editing, and then Ross finally gets to the point where he's like, okay, now about what I'm gonna play. I was like, okay, oh, Ross played mono white humans. He, he he's written about it in in the Rants Patreon. They're like, okay, that's, I that was my guess, and he's yeah, he's gonna play blue white spirits, and I was just a little baffled because I thought like the deck was kind of questionable for for some time, and his logic uh, to go over his like very condensed version of his tournament because uh, I ch- meet up with him kind of after a few rounds, and I'm like, how are you doing, Russ? And he said he's uh, two and one at 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 that moment. Um, or he's, he's sorry to go back. He said uh, he wants to like to go 50 ish percent against black red because he was expecting a lot of that, which of course. And then he's like felt really strong about really comfortable about the mono green matchup. And then uh, 
he felt like he could win against uh, quite a bit of other decks, like your deck, the the uh, Brig to Light or big mana, big mana, or like big big multiple mana decks like Fires BTL, really good against Lotus Field, uh, and and things like that where he felt comfortable. And then uh, talking to him, he's like, "Yeah, I just two o four o against Black Red, so I'm two like two and zero, and then played against Mono Green Devotion, just got slaughtered." I was like, "Okay, well, it's not going to play, but you're doing okay." <laughs> Uh, which I just I just thought that whole thing was funny. Uh, he missed out on day two, just and then he went to play in in the same event. I think you did, Cole. Um, let's let's uh let's talk about me. Let me get my I, I live tweeted this as well as I could, and I'm glad I did because it makes this part a lot easier. So let me just pull it up. Uh, I do know the first round because this one I was excited, scared, all of the above. Uh. Because you basically I, like tweet your life story when he yeah. <laughs> I play against Mike Sigrist. So bef- and I, you know I talked about how I'm going to try to keep this quick and condensed. This one I won't because with, hey, Cole, you may have, I may have told you the story, but like starting the, me my journey into starting with Magic: The Gathering really started with the the app Magic 2015, where I played the game. Uh, and learned that kind of the basics, like okay, tramples this, first strike this, death touch. Oh, okay, I die. That creature dies. Neat. Okay, that's death touch. You know all that stuff. Look the basics, and then I'm like on a some sort of business trip in Florida, and this is years and years ago, and I'm just in my hotel room because I have no life and I don't you know I don't party or anything. I'm very boring adult. I'm like mm-hmm. a, I'm like a fucking waste sometimes uh, of of skin. But I'm in my in the hotel room, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, I'm like, I'm kind of, I'm digging magic, and I'm like, let's watch content. And at the time, I went to YouTube, probably to search for Magic: The Gathering, stumble into the Pro Tour, and I see Mike Sigaris and Yol Larson. Siggy is on uh, Blue Red and Soul Artifact, and I get Yol Larson just Mono Red Aggro, and I saw Sigaris. Siggy's deck and just like the insult artifact and shit me I was like that is so cool and then like uh, watching other magic I was like okay see dry don't need that was like one of my first loves and stuff like that so like maybe I watched some content before and after that but it stood out to me how Sigrist I'm crediting Sigrist but you know he had a team of people that kind of put together this deck and it it was a really good deck um, but it was just like he was like the iconic person with the cool deck, and that's that's something that will never leave me, no matter how many other people and other people's cool decks I've seen uh, all this time. This one is like a um, spe- like this the, the deck and and him w- were really special to me. So I I was just like, oh my gosh, just round one, just like playing against like one of my heroes. I tell him that like it just so you know like. My magic journey kind of started with you and with Insult, this awesome deck. And uh, so I was really happy to play against him. Uh, or it was like an honor to play against him. But we play, he's on uh, uh, Blue Red Creativity. We played three games, and they're pretty good games. The uh, Unfortunately, in the post-war games, both times he was able to get Hullbreaker Horror, and I wasn't able to stop it, which... Uh, it was unfortunate because I think creativity, I, I and I'm biased with the with the deck. Oh, call! I always forget. I'm playing Neoform Atraxa. This is not surprising at this point. 
Um, yeah, I was gonna say, what do you like? You just throw a curveball out there, like, oh yeah, I'm on a fucking humans, right? It it just to kind of get back. So I knew I was gonna play Neo Fortress for some time. I was like, look, this is the deck. I I think it's good. I think it's pretty well positioned. I think I, in a lot of decks, I think it's a good matchup, and that's just not true. But I'm just I'm very biased towards the deck. Um, and I, mean, I, I don't do, know. I kind of feel it like like when your deck has the best start, it's very hard for a lot. It's in the same range that Convoke is. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, if your deck does the nut, it's like really hard for other decks to beat that. Right, it's it, it's really good at just throwing the tracks on the table and just saying and drawing, like you get the best. Like I think like stubborn denial and thoughtsies are like the best cards to ever draw from from Atraxa. Like these are just the best cheap cards you can ever play. You know, stubborn denial is just very. Uh, if it's not turned on, it's very mediocre. But with, when you get Atraxa. Every time you're flipping cards over, you're like, please be stubborn now. Please be stubborn now. Every single card. That's the best card to draw from, from Atraxa. Um, and anyway, so I play against him. Uh, he beats me in three games. And uh, then, we, then we move on. So I play. And he, he strangely, Cole, he was actually on um, the two, two World Spine Worm and like four Bid Reunion. And, you know, all the uh, these other things. I was like, that seems like a pretty pretty great way to build the deck i literally told you about that deck with two, two worms yes no you didn't yes I, I swear to god so people listening and and actually people who know me i if they ever get information about like random bullshit i am most of the time the person they get it from because uh-huh. like i was telling alec i was like all these decks are doing well and alec's like i don't i've never heard of that and i'm like what the fuck <laughs> so it yes brent i had informed you about that deck before with two worm, okay. Yes, with double worm. You're so lucky. You're good at this game and cute. <laughs> anyway, so he so he beats me, and I bring up the double worm because uh, that's my second round, also on double worm creativity. And I was like, ah, okay. Uh, I I don't have any notes other than I win to I, I win. Um, so I'm not gonna go any deeper than that. I I remember I was like, yeah, this is how it's supposed to go. I win. And then go to game three, uh, I go against uh, Elves, and I'm just like, oh, thank God. <laughs> Finally, I get like this really good matchup, and because uh, I played that against Fernando at um, at DreamHack, you know, in the top eight, and then... Uh, not DreamHack, Hunterbird. Hunterbird, thank you, sorry. Uh, and I was like, you know what, I should bring in these Ray of Enfeeblement, just like more spot removal, and I didn't do that against uh, Fernando, and I was and I was like, oh my gosh, these these cards are just fine. It's, it's I mean, more... when they go like Turmoil and Lantern Elf, and you like nuke it, like, yeah. sometimes that literally just blows them out. Right, yeah, it's it's basically, it's almost just as good as Failbush, like, it's just unreal. Um, anyway, I was just like, yeah, I'll bring Ray's in, and then sure enough, he's like, Elf, I was like, eh, let's, uh, let's go ahead and take care of that. Um, next round is against Lotusfield. Uh, what's interesting about this build was his win con was basically Storm, uh, Thousand Year Storm. That is the coolest Lotusfield build. No, ever. You know, I was on, like, you know, because, you know, the build before, I'm not gonna go too deep into Lotusfield because now it's like Chandra looping with Balagant Recovery. We also have a whole episode about Lotusfield. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You know what? Check Go out. listen to our other episode it, if you have it. Thank you. Yes, let's 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 add our advertise ourselves a little bit. I 100 will. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So he's on Thousand Year Storm and like the games he wins, he's like, all right, cast uh, 
dark petition nine times. I was like, you know what? You could probably find a win from there. I was, I was gonna say you didn't you didn't like wait out to see how he kills you. I uh, I think I knew the win con. It was because um, I'm curious, like what like what was the win con? I'm tra- now I'm thinking about it. What was because like what is it? Because there's no like grape shot or anything. So like, is there yeah. like like a light? I guess lightning strike maybe. There has to be something cooler than that. No, it pro- it probably was Lair of the Hydra. Just thinking about it, it's like something lame. Um, a thousand year storm? Like, wouldn't you want like a spell that just like goes at your opponent's face like twenty five times? Uh, honestly, I don't remember. Like, I generally like when he cast it nine times. I was like, yeah, you got it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna he do may some have research he, while you're. I, I think it may have just been like approach in the board, like no, like no shit, just whatever. I just knew I was not gonna win. Um, but that was unfortunate because I also think that that's, you know, I always think that every matchup is a good matchup. I thought that was a good matchup. It did shake out. I was like, okay, damn. So I'm like two and two at this point. Uh, play against Grease Fang. Um, and I played against Alec a few times when he's played Grease Fang. I think we played at the uh, the RCQ in, at Nerd Hollow. Yeah, we did. And I beat him and in two games. And I just like... You know, their nut start is like, you know, turn three Parhelion is like so good. But like I was able to find Atraxa and you just can't race that, unfortunately, for him. Like he kept it was at the point where um like with Alec, I was blocking his his token, then attacking he was blocking with his other token. So we were just doing this song and dance for a number of turns where he's like was able to keep throwing Parhelion in the bin. And reanimating, I was like, all right, I block the token, gain. Uh, you swing for nine, I get eight lifelink with the block I do make, so you deal one damage. I guess repeatedly. to interject real quick, I kind of did some research. I guess Pier to the Abyss would do it. Yes. it may have, That may have been the win condition. Well, what, if you do it like 26 times, then it kill him? Oh, oh, for sure. Like, kill him, deck him, demoralize him, <laughs> steal his girlfriend, all... Yeah, it does everything. Uh... <laughs> Uh, next is uh, after you know I play I beat Grease I beat Grease Fang up in two games, and then I play its Blue White Spirits and I'm just like, oh shit! If maybe I have the a good matchup against everyone else in the room, but against Blue White Spirits, I'm a little nervous. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna call you out. Okay, go for it. I hate to do that to you, but I'm gonna. You, yeah, you, before, you do not. You, you do not hate to do this. You this before that day. Was like blue eyed spirits is easy for me to beat. I did not say that. You hundred percent did. I did not say that. Every time we brought it up, you were like, "Oh man, I can, I could like beat it." No. Then again, though, then again, though, you had the same opinion or pseudo same opinion about rogues. I, okay, rogues. I, I'll give you rogues because uh, I pl- I played it earlier in the week and uh, I did beat it. So therefore, based on one game sample size, like yeah. This well, is then, well, well, okay. So we did play test it a little bit, and it was it was always really weird. Yeah. Because it was like, you and I would play it, and then it was like, alright, well, did you just do the nut, or did I, like... Then again, though, it was really early in, like, Lotus's life... Or, Lotus. Uh, Rogue's lifespan. Where, like, they didn't even know, like, if Shieldred was a good card in the deck, or, you know, stuff like that. Right. Um, I, I said, like, spirits... I, I, I You know what, Nicole? I... Completely refute what you're saying uh, with with about. I, I understand that, but I swear to God, at some point you had like you were like very confident going into that. I, no, no, no. I said like I I I beat it the last few times, but I it's it shouldn't be like I shouldn't be. 
kind of basically is what I was saying. Because like the last like two or three matchups, times I played Spirits, uh, I lost or I I won. I was like I shouldn't shouldn't have, but I did, and that just happens sometimes. <laughs> well, I I should have, but I did. <laughs> and, yeah, and this was like a very easy two games. Um, both you know strangely the only there's been a few times where I'm like, I remember this in the game. I have Jegs and Hoot Hoot Scoot and Boogie. He's at ah! eight. Eight life, and he has like mutable back. I was like, okay, attack, and he, so he has an active trump block, and that's what he's kind of doing. I was like, all right, attack with just hooting mandrels. He's like, uh, oh, okay, and then I cast, um, I forgot what he's holding up. But I go, for, I, I just go for neoform. I like tap Jengantha because you know that unlocks the most mana. I did the same like you know trick. I'm putting that air quotes um, because that just gives me the most mana to work with because you know they just are a deck full of soft counters. And he was like, ah, okay. And then uh, I get Neoform, or I get a Traxxin, and win. So I thought that was fun. Okay. Next, I play against Mono Green. Uh, I don't have notes, uh, but I win. I, I beat them. And I don't remember anything from that, so we're moving on. Uh, next, I get pl- player to get Ali and Trazi on Mono Green as well. And he has three Immercoles in the main deck. You know, he's just not someone who will just take a stock list and say, this looks fine. He's like, how can I do some dope shit while I do this? (laughs) And uh, strangely, I beat him, as far as I know, in the mono green. Oh, no. So I beat it in three games. Antrazi, I beat, no joke, we're shuffling between games. I beat him game one pretty pretty easily. And I was like, so are you still doing youtube content or he's like no mostly twitch and i'm like I'm, i was like you know i just i i'd really enjoy your stuff like you you're really cool i love your your takes on decks you build these hot like these really kooky but awesome decks and or, i don't I, I wasn't trying to be rude or anything like that but like his decks look awesome all the time and he's like i appreciated it and stuff like that and and jacob's watching i was like i'm doing this for you buddy like because, <laughs> because Ali and Trazi, that was the so with Jacob talk about LCQ uh, BS. Antrazi the one who cycled the herd migration to gain three to win in sudden death versus Jacob. Jacob had the uh, uh, playing black red. He had the uh, blood type harvester Re- ready Re- to Re- attack. Yeah. He he had the win on his turn, but he just like cycled herd migration to win it. It calls out. So I was glad to do that for to well to to get the revenge in some capacity. But I, I, you know, Ali and Trazi was he—he he was very, very polite to me, and I, I enjoyed, enjoyed it. Uh, last one is I play Rakdos for the first and only time of the entire tournament. Uh, strangely, at, despite being eighteen percent of the the meta game in Dallas, I played it once in the fourteen rounds. So, and I beat it very easily. Um, I, I remember game one. I just like kept playing Delve creatures. He had. Basically nothing, and he plays Shieldred because, of course, he does. And I play, I like, all right, Neoform Atraxa, trigger on the stack, flashback. I'm at three. I'm like, okay. Or, no, I'm at one because I drew a card. I'm at one life. It's like, okay, I need to find Fatal Push. I have Revolt with Neoform. This is this is my only window. What is the Atraxa? You know, I, get, I look at 10 cards. I think I've already spent two Fatal Pushes, so I only have two left in my deck. I'm like, okay. Trick on the stack, flashback the uh, otherworldly gaze, get three more cards because mana's not an issue. I just like I need to find this bloody card. 
and dodge uh, a second shielder, basically. And sure enough, like the first three cards of the Surveil 3 was Fatal Push. Like, okay, perfect. I'll put that one back and then kind of, um, I think they kept the other two cards too because they were like adequate hits. And then I was like, all right, these are my pile. Fatal Push, Shielder, Pass. And I was like, just don't have another one. Don't have Stomp. I'm dead to like quite a bit of cards. And tr- and he's like, all right, pass. I was like, okay, so you lost. And that was the story. Moving on to day two. I have dinner with Ross and Tan, and it's nice. And Brennan DeCandio, who's at the dinner, he's like X and two as well, I think. So we're both doing pretty well. I start off the day. I, I know it's a win. It's against, oh, of course, it's against good buddy Todd Anderson. Cool. Uh, and I know and I know what he's on, like, straight away. And, you know, if not, I'll find out pretty quickly anyway. Um, he definitely was very vocal about it. Oh, well, oh, yeah, it, that's right. It's open deckless anyways, but yeah. Yeah, like, it's open, yeah. I was and, like, he, he was very vocal on Twitter about it. Yeah, and you were like, you better beat him, Brent. <laughs> I remember because you're, you're, getting, you're getting suited up to play your own stuff in, in, your, um, in the 10, 10K? Yeah. So I was like, I'll, you know, we'll see. We'll do my, I'll do my best. We have we have some good games. I uh, and the deciding game. He has uh, he's he's gone wide with stuff, and and I'm at a relatively low life total, and I have the neoform draw card. It's the creature, and I was like, all right, do it. And he's like, okay. And sure enough, there's a stubborn denial in the pile, and like that's that's it. The game's over because like he's at like one or two cards. His he's not. It's so hard for that deck to go wide enough to actually make a difference against the the my it payoff. Would, for it would have to like have the nut to like get around in Atraxa. Oh right, and it it would be unreal to go around it. Um, yeah, as I was gonna say, it would have to. I would fuck it. It'd be the craziest shit to try to see like that deck make enough damage. Which, I mean, it can. I guess that's not entirely fair to say. Because, like, I mean, if you have, like, double Luxodon spiders have, like, worked or something, and you bushwhack, bushwhack, because, I mean, right. you can do that, like... Yeah. Um, but anyway, I beat him, and I could tell he's a little salty, I was, but um, <laughs> when we sat down, the first thing I said, because I... Because he... We, did, we haven't... Um, I, I, I before this event I never met Todd, but I'm like, oh, I'm just meet up with him. Like, I'll introduce myself later. I'll say hi. I'm you know Britt Wagner. I'm 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 the Britt Wagner. So and and stuff like that. But we sit across from each other. And I was like, Todd, you made this for me. As I handed him my deck list, he opened it up. He's like, had a big smile. <laughs> so that was that was pretty cool. Um, and real quick before we before we move on, Cole, I'm just gonna. Pump his tires a little bit, dude. I love Todd Anderson and his content. I know, like, we were we it was he was also on the show, which was awesome as well to have like that kind of personality on the show. He like he had a pretty good run. I think he made he made top he made or he got forty sixty fourth. He snuck into to, to take cash. Um, it was but he did yeah he did a really good job. Uh, I don't think he lost after after I took him down. I think he just kept kept winning from that point. So he he did a great job. Um, the next round, I'm actually on coverage, and you can check it out on DreamHack Magic uh, Twitch stream. I'm playing against uh, Toph, who actually top aided the event. He's on Rogues, and I'm you know as Cole mentioned earlier, I was like I th- I'm somewhat comfortable. And then I, I but it turns out, and you can watch it yourself. It was uh, not close at all, and. 
Yeah, when especially like because I think he like I mean, there was a turn where like if you had it like when we were watching like if you if you would have been able to draw it you could have gotten out of it. Like on game one, like he had nothing yeah. in his hand, and I think you just missed on a neo form that you were trying to get back. Right. Like that would have yeah. been it, but yeah, like other than that, yeah, like it, what's ropes is like all right, I'm in the driver's seat. Like let's let's do it. It's kind of yeah. hard. Yeah, there was a. I did make a pretty bad misplay. You know, just kind of based on the the entire like game one. You can watch. It's like thirty minutes of Brent just losing the, a game. Like that's what the game felt like the whole time. Like he would. I think at one point he just bounced my Tassiger. I was like, deal, because I need to get back to managing my graveyard. I'll do it on my own turn. Mm-hmm. Like with, I had stubborn denial backup. I'm like this. This doesn't matter. Like this, like the game I win is gonna take more turns. So I'm like, I'm not gonna fight this. And um, but I game one, that was game one. Game two, obviously, if you watched it, you saw him do the the, the combo, which I said would never happen. But he had evasion of uh, Amiket, and he got my Atraxa back because he milled it over. I was like, good for you. Draw those cards. Cards. I'm not gonna be any single one of those cards, much less all of them. And yeah, we were done. So that was pretty rough. Um, I made a pretty bad misplay. It, it also it goes back to the uh, I cast strategic planning. I accidentally drew the fourth card, and the judge ruling, which I I didn't love. I, I look, I I loved like the judges are great, and they're we're, it, they're so helpful in resolving these because magic is so hard. The strategic planning, I. The deck is fully randomized minus a scry one because I'm mulligan. I looked at the fourth card, and basically what happens is my opponent got to look at those four cards and decide what the pile was. And so the four cards were three lands and a stubborn now. He's like, oh, you can choose between these three lands. And I was like, okay. And I just thought like that could have been resolved a little bit better. Just like randomize the deck minus the bottom card and then re-resolve it. But it said, like, I thought that was like really rough that I got a really bad strategic planning, but I um I did think about appealing, but I was like, look, I'm not gonna do that. Like You should, it's in your right. It's it, it is you, in my I'm yeah. gonna put a I'm gonna put a note here real quick to players because now that looks bad. So I'm gonna put a note. Always appeal if you feel like you should have a better ruling. Never feel afraid. It is in your right as a player to be able to appeal. Do not be afraid. I promise you I was a judge for a long time. It is better if you appeal. It does. Yeah, it doesn't matter what your opponent thinks. Okay, like that's a big thing where people are like, oh, I might look like an asshole, dude. Who cares? <laughs> like, yeah. if you feel like you want a better ruling, like, and if the judge is like, oh, well, like some judges get persnickety. Who cares? You were you were in your right to get um to get a, a better ruling if you think there is one. Like, I promise. Yeah, yeah, you're you're right, Cole. Like I could like worst thing to do is no, but I think maybe part of it was like that I had I felt like there was a lot of people, you know, basically the internet was watching me. I was like, uh No, I, I understand and you know, you feel like you're like on the stage there and like whatever, but I, I promise like um I do agree, I do agree. I fully agree with you. Um I just I I don't know. Like I you you're you're right, I probably just should have. Um Try to because that really I thought was really rough for a, I thought like a relatively minor mistake. Um, it was I think it was like the most punishing ruling that could have been that could have happened outside of just like actual like game losses or whatever. 
Um, but I wasn't at risk of any of that. That was like the only judge violation, I think, or maybe even only judge call that even happened with me was this one. I don't know. I should think it was. Um, but anyway, I don't. I want to kind of keep keep it moving. A lot to talk about. Uh, next, I'm playing against. Uh, and then I play against creativity again. I'm, this is a young kid, actually. I, I was trying to find that tweet because that's how I'm like going through this. Uh, it, this kid who's just like I would guess is you know I'm bad at like aging kids, but I would say he was like probably not old enough to have a driver's license, maybe just barely. <laughs> but I'm just like you, you, that. That was awesome. Like he is he is in the same seat as me, so he is like so close to making the PT getting top 48 i think we're both we're dead for top eight but we're like still alive for some good shit so i was like this is awesome for him and i'm like probably seven times his age so whatever um but so i was like that was cool and he he uh yeah he's obviously doing pretty well playing creativity a deck that kind of didn't do very well like overall just like underperformed but he's he was doing what he could to bring those numbers up um, he's playing uh, stock uh, worm Xenagos combo, and he like he. I don't know if he was new to the game, but he was like, "Can I read Neo? like he read Neoform, which some people did." And I'm just like, you know, or up deck list. I'm like, look, don't pull out the companion app. It's like here, here's the card, um, and because I'm just I'm not gonna like. There's a few times where I was like, "Can I read this card?" He's like, and they just pull it out because it's just like easier than the companion app. Or whatever. So, um, but we're we're playing, and I beat him in I think pretty pretty easy two games if I remember right. No, it, I, I think it actually was three games. It doesn't matter. But the yeah, most important round, uh, probably of my life, was the next one. I'm playing uh, against. Uh, hold up, was that yeah. like your pride and joy is beating a child? Uh, I will. No, that's your skull. I. <laughs> Don't don't worry. It's that's that's your thing. For those that don't know, I beat Dana Fisher in Austin like four <laughs> four years ago, and I've never lived it down. Based on Dana Fisher, another kid that you beat off of like the a one of top deck. Holy shit! The oh my god, that's right. The regional. Yes. The kid on fucking oh my god. Mono right, red. Right before COVID. Right before COVID. Yep. Oh my god! Yeah, it's a fucking top deck. Uh, the trophy. No, you. Uh, it, no, what was legal was the, uh, what's the two mana abandoned life that one into green, but it's free. Yeah, but like it, it bricked, and then I drew with nurturing peatland. Right, you drew, yeah, you drew nurturing peatland. It's like you're like dead on board. You're super dead. Yeah, I, what was it? Prime time. You had yeah, you're no, you're it was something life. I couldn't get off of a event. Uh, the yeah, banned forever. Once upon a time. Once upon that, I couldn't think of that card. Yeah, you once upon a time for two mana. Got a peatland because you're like, all right, I'll draw it. Because you're like dead. Was it abrupt? Oh, it's abrupt decay. He had the shrine. No, you had yeah trophy. Oh yeah, it was it was something to get rid of the the shrine of burning rage that had like right. forty five counters on it. Right. Yeah. Jacob saw you top deck that he just walked away. He's like this. <laughs> I did not deserve it. I'll put it right. No, there. you did it. And he 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 left. He dropped after that because <laughs> he he had you like dead. He had like that was basically his post war plan to kill you. It was at. I, a, by the way, I played at the time. It was like right when Uro was still legal, but nobody played Uro. It was Black Green Primeval Titan. Right, like Black Green Titans or whatever. With uh, what was it? Or the Salt Titans. Four, no, it was, it was just Black Green. It was with the four oh, mana cranial extraction effects. 
Remember yes. Memoricide and yeah, there were two, yeah, weren't there like two it copies of that? It was a split. split. They're functionally the same car, but you split it just in case they tried to nab your one. <laughs> Modern was a fucking phenomenal time. Very yeah, good. yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> Okay. Before people realized how good Earl yeah. was, it was so funny. When people thought Dryad was, like, the best card ever printed. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they just shoved it in fucking everything. Because <laughs> remember that was also with, like, Skate, like, was it Bring to Shift was, like, the best deck ever? Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm just known for beating children. Just uh, yeah. put that out yeah. there. Child Slayer. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah. <laughs> All right, most important round of your life. There okay, you th- right. So I played against. <laughs> I didn't realize uh, who this was. I I recognized them from. I don't think you told me who this was, or did you? Um, it was a Maz. Oh, it was a Maz. Okay. Right, yeah. Right, right. And we're both in, like you know we're at the same seat, so we're both like same stakes. Win and draw in is is my thought. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's on mono green. I'm just like okay. I just beat it swiftly yesterday twice. Uh, I win game one, or no, I'm sorry. I lose game one on a mulligan to four, and I'm just like, fuck my life. And I'm like, doing my best, and then I'm you, just like... You said you won game one on a mulligan? No, 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 I did not. I'm sorry. I thought oh. I did, I did it. I won game two. Uh, but game one, I'm mulled to four, and I'm like, pushing his stuff. I might stubborn and all his thing. I'm just like, I'm like, so far away from doing what my deck does. Like, like I'm, I can't delve into a creature. I don't have green mana. And I'm just like, I had nothing going on. And he, and he just has all the time in the world to find combo or whatever. What did what you say he played? Mono Green. Oh, Mono Green. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I beat it, you know, beat it yesterday. I'm like, okay, I'm like, okay, I feel confident. Game two, I win. He, I keep attacking with Atraxa. He has one uh, reach creature to block. But, but, you know, his Cavalier picks up his Plucranos. Does that he could transform it? I still a chump attack. He blocks. He makes a like. He just. I'm at fifty life and I'm just like still swinging. I'm like I can't close. Like please, yeah. <laughs> find a fatal push. I could. I could find a revolt. A way to revolt this thing and just like in the game. But eventually he scoops. Game three, uh, he he uh, he wins. He wins again. I you know sadly I don't really remember all the details. I just know I like had. Everything else, I just did not have the Neo form, and that's a pretty important part of the deck when you're <laughs> so when you're almost like the namesake, right? Yeah, if the, if the deck is named after a card, you might need that card and play. Uh, does it shake out? So, uh, and he's able to win. I think just straight up with like Lair the Hydra and just big big idiots just beating you up. Yeah, just be, just like mono green mid range or mono green aggro, and that's good enough. So I I died. So I'm like. I'm like I might be alive for cash, and I asked uh, Tommy Harding, who's like sitting in a court, like caddy corner from me. I was like, Tommy, what are we playing for? He's like, Nah, we're not playing for anything. I was like, Okay, cool, thanks, Tommy. That's like the <laughs> biggest, like, it's like the biggest feels bad when right. when you're in that position. It's like, what are we playing for? And it's like, Oh, we're dead. And it's like, yeah. Oh. Well, but I was like, Look, I'm I might as well just. I mean, play you're this the, out. yeah, you're there. Yeah, I was like playing and. uh Turns out, so I was, you know, it's, you know, boohoo me or whatever about for, for missing out. I'd check later. A I was get... the only one that boohooed you. By no, the way, I... you, you were pretty, you were pretty content. I was the one that was like, this is bullshit. My boy should have got paid. Yeah. What, 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 so, oh, I'll go over it after, after my, after this. The, Amaz 
because I was like, okay, so he's he, you know, we have approximately the same record, so we're playing against each other, like probably like the exact same record. Yeah, and he was, uh, but it turns out he lost his last round and he did not make top forty eight. So I, as bad as, like you know, feel sorry for me or whatever. Feel yeah. like feel more sorry for him because he, I thought he had it like just straight up. And I know he was like doing math like a little bit harder. And I know like Spike was like, hey, nice job. I was like. What about me, Spike? About me? <laughs> I played no. the coolest deck at day two. What the fuck? Right? No, no, no. no. I was like, I'm like, I'm, I know, um, I, you know, I'm not in Spike's close circle, and Maz is. So I was like, it's fine, it's fine. You know, he, um, Maz probably has more fans. He has more followers and stuff like that. So <laughs> it's it's fine. Uh, but he, you know, he was he was a good guy. Um, you know, every opponent was great. Like that that I played uh, against. I think I think all of them did. They're great. Um, and then I play against I play against Grease Fang. I lose. It, it, this doesn't mean anything. So I'm 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 just I'm already defeated. So I'm I'm gonna play it out. And we have a we have a great three game set where I'm just like he's on Grease and we're like Thossies. We stripped each other's cards away and I'm like all right, pick up Gigantha, pick like play Gigantha and like two turns later I'm like all right, cast Atraxa with Gigantha. And we're just like joking, have a good time. It's like, yeah, this is all part of the plan. I don't know what 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 you're talking about or something like that. So we're we're having a good time, good banter. And he he beats me in the the, the post board games. I didn't realize this because he was like, oh yeah, uh, Sandy, you were at San Diego, me too. I did pretty good. I was like, oh, how'd you do? He's like, oh, I got second. And I was like, oh, oh. cool. Uh, sorry, mean? you're kind of like basically as uh, you're going to represent me in the world championship cool uh thank you for your service uh i'm gonna go fuck off <laughs> or whatever um but yeah he's he lost to josh willis i didn't recognize him um so shame on me uh, for not catching that but like you know this is a turn like nine so i get nine and five that's my final record and what kind of sucks is i went from one game away from making on the pro tour which um I, I wouldn't say is like necessarily a goal of mine. I know a lot of people, maybe even a lot of listeners here, may have that kind of goal. My goal is always just to do my best, and I felt like I don't really made, I didn't really make too many mistakes. I think I played pretty well. I had, I think I had a pretty good deck. I'll stand by the deck. Um, and it just like nine and five was a pretty good record. Like, and I should, I shouldn't be upset with that. Like, yeah, well, I mean, playing that many rounds in day two, that's a big deal. Right. And, like, you know, I play against Sigurus, I play against Todd Anderson, Ali Entrazi, I played against, you know, fucking World's Competitor, eventually, eventually which, and again, that didn't matter. But it's like, I played against some pretty damn good players. Yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, everyone in this, in the room was a, was a good, is a good player. Like, they, they won their own respect for RCQs, you know, a lot of people all across the states came in. <clears throat> like, these are all good players, so... In a room of like almost twelve hundred, I I was uh, maybe I guess like just outside top one hundred or whatever. Um, still like not too shabby. Still, still overall, I'm pretty happy with with just kind of everything. I was kind of bummed at the time that I was just like so close. Well, what really bummed me out was I'm one game away from from making it to basically being as close to a PT invite as as my girlfriend who doesn't play Magic. Just yeah, like, that, that's yeah. Yeah, just like it's 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 a it's a long fall, you know. It's brutal. It yeah. is brutal. 
So um, that was a little bummed. But like I was, I you know, consolation prize would be like sup. I would like it to get reinvited to the next RC or something like that. I'm not advocating for any of this, but I was like, I, I, mean, I it'd wish be cool. like, it'd be cool. Like you, you do all the work. Like that's my thing is like you do all this work and then like, you don't really get anything out of it. It's kind of the thing. Right. And I know like, like, you know, like Roger and them were like, Oh, but like, it's the experience. I'm like, yeah, but like still like you go this whole day, you, you, you're burning brain cells. Like you're, you're busting your ass. You're, you're doing the best you can. And then like you miss it by the slimmest margin. Right. And then that's it. Like that you're done. And like, I, like I said, I, I get it. Like, yes, the experience is a very big part, and it's cool. But like, to to do all that work and then to maybe get like a crisp high five is kind of like <laughs> right. It's just, it's just a kick in the dick to me. Like, I get it. Like I said, honestly, I agree. Like, the experience is a big deal, and being able to say you did it. But like I said, you know what you said? You said you played how many rounds? You were nine and five, so fourteen. 14. Yeah, that's 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 almost like sixteen hours of of God given work. Oh, the, we went deep into time every single round too. So yeah, yeah 16, so like, 16 yeah. about right. So you're yeah, like I said, you're you're busting your ass, and like you, you just don't get anything out of it. Yeah, but you know, I mean, like I said, I'm really proud of you. You did phenomenal. You did the best you could. I think you definitely played like a really good deck for the room. Not not many people were. I don't think many people really respect the deck. No, yeah, rocking the other category for sure. This like, <laughs> um, I. I like you know, Lotus Field. I, Hayden almost talked me into it, kind of. Just like we were at the end of our, the RCQ from last week, he was like, "I'm definitely playing uh, Lotus Field," and I was like, "Man, he seems so confident, and I know I could play the deck. I could play it really well." But it really, what what I was scared of was actually just Boros Convoke. I thought there might be a lot of that, and you know, Mono Green. I think is a little tough matchup. It's like winnable, but I think it's like not very. Like a pretty pretty poor matchup overall. Yeah. So I was like, I, d- I didn't want to kind of deal with that when I like Neoform Attracts. I think is actually good against both those same so those same decks and good against a lot of decks and you know pretty bad against other decks too. But I still think like I, I like looking back, I was happy with the choice. Like and there was I, no I mean, reasonable alternative. As, as you should be, I think it was a very good choice. Yeah. Yeah, it's but it, and for me it was a good choice too. So like it was my best choice. Like we'll t- we'll talk about um, you know other stuff later. Um, but that yeah that was that was DreamHack at Brent's eyes. Uh, hopefully that was a little bit more condensed than than people expect. Um, but uh, so Cole, do you want to talk about you, the most recent RCQs from this past weekend that you played in? Uh, I have another reminder that I uh, can't win shit. It's called a top eight pin. Add the collection. Yeah, just throw it on the pile. Which technically, <laughs> I, I probably like I, some some of these stores don't even pass them out, which is so fucked up. That's weird. Like, I, yeah, no, I probably yeah. have. They almost didn't give us these. Like two people missed out on theirs, but um, yep. I should have like probably six that I just should stare at, and make me angry. But um, <laughs> I'm kidding. Like these are cool, and I like collecting them. I'm gonna do something with them, but um, I'm not gonna put them on my playmat like a loser. Um. <laughs> Some people do. Who do? Let's call them out. Let's call them out. I'm very opinionated about that because that's a Pokemon thing too, where people like put their pins and shit on their playmats, and I'm like, you fucking loser, shit. Sorry. (laughs) I know I'm gonna get like hate for it or something, and like someone's gonna be like, fuck, can't believe you said that. I mean, we 
with the uh, what we would change podcast, we probably had so many like takes that people thought were outrageous. I know I had probably a few takes that were kind of silly or whatever. We uh, so okay, so we'll talk about okay the first RSQ. So first RSQ, okay, sure. uh, only eight people showed up. <laughs> so that's why so, I have this pin. So um, real, real quick, there are three RSQs on yeah, on the Saturday. Three goddamn stores can't communicate and hosted an RCQ all the same day. Right. I, so, I bet I bet the two slaughter. Let me do Brent, go, Brent decides to go to the hardest one. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, there's three of them. Well, the, so the me one and I Alec are talking. So like, so yours is the two slaughter. So that's a big deal. That's uh, why I went to that. Cause there, there's two invites. Crimson was for money, like a cash tournament. Do you know their turnout? I don't know. I know that. Um, oh my God. Someone told me who won that. I know Mr. David Pierce went there because that was the most convenient shop for him. Fuck! Someone told me who won. I cannot remember for life, but it's okay. re- it's it's relevant. Sure. And then the one that me and Alec went to uh, was just no prizes. <laughs> just, <laughs> just like twenty dollars, twenty dollars. No, fifteen dollars. Invite. That was it. That's fine. That's fine. No, I was like, totally okay with that. I told Alec, I was like, "Fuck it, let's do it." And. um we did it, and yeah, like I said, we like the state of us because everyone else went to the higher prize payouts, and uh, I played, uh, <laughs> I played Inverter, uh, I played a brew of mine of Inverter, which I guess I'll post the list at some point once I refine it. I honestly think the deck was pretty good. It was unfortunate okay. that my first round was Spirits, oh. um, <laughs> which is not a good matchup for a combo deck. Wait, wait, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw like just so people. People oh, may know. Okay, but, so it's, so it's how hard. did how did this work out? There's eight people. Was there a Swiss? No, it just went straight to top eight. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just I wanted you to say it. <laughs> yeah. Straight straight to top eight single elimination. So fifty bucks lose the spirits. Good um, job. And watch Alec play one more round, <laughs> <laughs> and then lose to my opponent. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, we got the Eldritch Evolution promo, and they gave us two unholy heats. So That's like, kind of worth worth the price of a mission. Well, the, yeah, right I mean, the Eldritch Evolution is like 20 bucks, and the Holy Eats are 6 They gave us fucking basically 30-some-odd dollars. I, I wish that I could go back in time, be player number 9, and just force us into that's a 4 so round Swiss. So like, that's what it would have been. Yeah, so we have... Uh, I, I'm teaching somebody, and, and you know about it, teach somebody how to play Magic, and they, yeah. they got into competitive, like, off the deep end, and I'll, I'll talk about them later. But um, they... We're debating going, and uh, my my cousin was like, "Man, you should have gone. You would have made nine people. It would have fucked it all up." Oh my gosh! I, I would. I, I mean, honestly, I like I said, I fucked up. I should have one hundred percent just played Phoenix in that fucking empty room. But I was like, oh, who, "Who knows? Like what?" Yeah, you do, honestly, right. there was zero Rakdos. There's not a single fucking Rakdos player in that whole room. Was it full of creativity? Yes, it was well? all creativity. And then oh me and gosh. Alec were playing Jake. Alec, <laughs> yeah. Alec played cre- or Alec played Ascendancy, and I played uh, Inverter combo, God. which was Archfiend of the Dross plus uh, Metamorphic Alteration. Right. Um, and I played a blue black build that I'm working on. But yeah, like it, it was, <laughs> it was, it was a tournament. And then I guess the second one, which was a real one, this is Sunday uh, the following day. Yeah, was um, out in Greenville, which is an hour away from us, and. Uh, it uh, it was a big turnout. Me and Alec, I played a new deck. It's the new hotness, which we'll go over in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and Alec played his version of Black Red Creativity, 
and he tore it up. Really proud of him. Honestly, he fucked it up. Unfortunately, we had a we had to play each other, which kind of sucked, and that got me a little heated because I hate it when the car has to play each other. But he tore it up. He got to top four, and then probably played his absolute worst matchup in the whole room, which was Spirits. Yeah. But he he really fucked it up, and he didn't get a, a reminder pin, which is unfortunate. Like I said, some swords are weird. Like the other, like I don't know what the hell the pins work, but he that that was also a tournament where there was no payout. It was another fifteen dollars. Like you don't get anything. But to add yeah. on to that. The guy I just talked about, the guy that just got into the game, like, I'm talking about literally got into the game, and my cousin, uh, Brennan, both yeah. went to that tournament with us and played, and they had a lot of fun, and it was, it was a very interesting event. We nice. also created our own miniature game, but it, it's funny, it made me think, because they, it was a cool store. I don't know if you've ever gone to Brigandry. No, never been. Yeah, it was a cool store, honestly, like, really well kept, and they also had, like, a bunch of little games you could play that were, like, in the, in the game room. They had chess. With a chess clock. Oh, wow. So me, me and Alec were talking about taking the chess clock with us. Like, taking it around to each round. <laughs> um, oh, man. But it was it was fun. Um, honestly, very fun event. I, I missed... it. Also, another fucking weird thing. I swear to God, I thought it capped at 32. Alec said it capped at 40. Either way, regardless, we had 33 players. Okay. Which made it six rounds, which fucked it up for everybody. Yeah, that 33rd player means one more round. Which is awful in a room of 33 players. Yeah. So, yeah, like, it, it was awful. It was, that was awful. But otherwise, I mean, honestly, a good event. Had a lot of fun. Yeah. Nice. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I guess uh, you had your RCQ. Oh, let's, this will be quick. Uh, and I'm not even going to go into detail. Just wait. O2 and dropped because that was all i the two 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 losses were death lost to uh is it uh phoenix so your your deck you're the uh. last phoenix player and <laughs> <laughs> and i then i played against rogues I was like oh neat and a lot oh little 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 this this happened so he's playing oh, he played curious. this is little little story he, he plays a scarab god like I was like, yeah, okay. I know, I know some people will do that. And yeah, you said rogues, right? Like I know some people do that for rogues. Yeah, They'll so put, he, like a scarab god in their board, he, he, main deck. Oh, <laughs> wait, oh. hold on, wait, 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 no, 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 no. Wait. that reminded me. He had I thought him like turn two or something, turn one, turn two. He has a main deck mystical dispute. No shot. Uh, mm-hmm. Rogues players are fucking absurd. <laughs> It's no respect for the room. This like, <laughs> I I love that main board. Fuck it, and no wonder he's Pro- in the zero one bracket. Fucking Pro- crazy. Yeah, probably. Uh, but that's a pretty good card against Meekle. Oh, I got <laughs> figure. Did you not take it with Thoughtsies? I I don't. I think I took Go for the throat because I was like, ah, oh, that's like. Oh, that's almost yeah. That's a little bit worse. That, you, you kind of the, play around mystical to speed at a point. Right, I was yeah, I was thinking too. Was like maybe I'll neoform and have three extra mana, something. I don't know. Like that was my thought at the time. They're both like annoying cards. And then later he plays Scarab God, and then eats an like, Atraxa. Yeah, in my draw step, eats a Atraxa. <laughs> and then at the end of the game, he has a gold. Like, did you like my side? Like my my Scarab God spice? I was like, okay, just like just <laughs> just, just fuck off, man. No, just no wonder you left so damn fast. That's what I like. You were just like you you lost your second round. You're like, I'm done. I'm dead. Well, there's nothing to play. Like, I'm not gonna. Pl- I'm not gonna play for fun at that point. Just like, well, like it definitely sounded like you didn't have any fun. No, no well, there, there were yeah, the fun was sucked out of me and the fun potential. And you know what the thing was too? It's just like, uh, Allison had she had plans 
that morning too, and I just text her like I'm I'm already dead. She's like, do you want to like? We just kind of did other errands, I think, and I was like, let me out. Yeah, let's let's just hang out. So it was. Oh, fine. I mean that's that's pretty nice. Though. Like that was way better than like playing meaningless magic in the O2 bracket and playing against other people in the O2 bracket. Like, look, I, I'm I'm not in for that. Like it. I have stone nothing to play for. Like, there's no top sixty prizes. Like, there never is. And I'm just like, I'm done. And there, and I've you know told this to you earlier. I was like, you know, there's just nothing to take away from that. Just like, just bad tournament, bad shit happens. Uh, to like, you can't just win every tournament at all. Like, no, no, no. Uh, and you can't top A every tournament. You can't win every RC. We're not all okay. blah blah blah. Yeah, we're not all okay. We're all not all Jerry Thompson. You know. <laughs> And I was like, it's fine. Not, like, I'm moving on. So that was, uh, I guess that was my one RCQ that I did. And um, it's a pretty good room. I learned about, new, oh, oh, oh. And I learned about a new game because the, the tournament didn't fire off right away. There's a gentleman uh, that was that was shuffling a deck uh, of magic cards. And I like, swear to God, this is Dan Dan. No. Okay. But <laughs> I, was like, I was like, Brent. I think it's actually it. It was interesting to me because well, what was uh, it? It was called Ruby Rush. Ruby so, Rush is so, it a magic like something? Yeah, so thing? you get magic cards. You you sharpie on them to change the values. Okay. So uh, if I'm remembering right, and I haven't Googled it because I was like, he he told me it's called Ruby Rush. I'm like, I'm gonna Google it later to learn about it. So the the planes are basically like target player discards X. And I'll say, like, I forgot the word, but it's, like, something two or something. It's like, all right, Colt, uh, I'm targeting you, so you discard two of your cards. So you draw cards. You have no cards in hand to start the game. There's a deck in the middle. The green is, uh, I'll I'll go Wilberg. Blue is uh, steal a card. So, like, uh, Colt, I target you. I take one of your cards in hand. Uh... Black is uh, black is the weird one. It's like if you uh, basically it's the way you die in, in some cases. Red is the, like rubies, which is actually just worth victory points. So some rubies go up to like ruby five or something. So that's at the end of the game. If every if there's like people remaining, you that's you add up the number of points, like victory points. And green is like the good one. That's like draw. It's called dig, but it's like you draw that many cards like there'll be up to like dig three or draw three cards if you dig into the swamp card which i think is like the cave you just immediately die and there's some flavor around this so I'm, i apologize for not like i'm not knowing this game but we're doing i'm doing this like drew for it um hayden's playing uh the person who brought the deck is playing i i, I like playing and he's kind of explained the rules but hayden's like let's just play we'll we'll figure it out and some other person i can't think of is also playing is this but like a? It is a magic, like magic mini game. Like you just grab a bunch of basics and you I think put together I... a deck. You said green was dig. It's called dig. Yeah. Was Black like... is like a cave kind yeah, of cave, cave in. Cave in, yeah. Okay, so I found. I, so it's a board game. Real? Oh, is it? Yeah. So the deck is 26 cards, and every card has a ruby value. Most of the cards are action cards that allow players to dig. Uh, more cards steal from other players' ETC. Being too greedy can result in a cave-in, eliminating the player from the game. Oh, is it is actually just like a a card game. Oh, yeah, but I guess he just like... 
Oh, this says two to three players. We were playing like up to five players. Oh, t- oh, and I'm sorry. Tommy Hardy was also playing because he was there too. I was like, oh. We should we should build this. Or I guess can you buy it? Buy a copy. I'm gonna Ruby Rush Magic. Yeah, I had to look that up, but it, it took me to Ruby Rush 2007. Yeah. Ruby Rush. We should look at. It. We'll, we'll do it here. Um, we'll check it out next time, uh, or we'll we'll let's do. Uh, this hey, you're, you're, you're looking, I, I hear you oh this is not good po- this is not good po- <laughs> podcast <laughs> content well, as we like reading on the internet and the i know i'm just like that's just such a cool thing to like i mean it kind of is podcast content because i'm just more interested in the fact that like someone took magic cards another I mean, good i guess yeah. that i guess like it's a pretty easy conversion right right oh like, yeah you just you just you, write it, down like the magic cards and stuff yeah, I I don't know where. Um, so I don't think you can also buy it anymore. Also looking like it, it might be like eBay game or something. Like you have to go to eBay and overpay out of it or something. I don't know. I mean, it came out in two thousand seven. <laughs> okay, yeah, it it was not very complicated, but it's just like it's a good like downtime game. No, like, honestly, we, like you describing it like makes me want to play it. Like just in between rounds, like what's it, the what was it the mind? Yeah, the mind. That was that is a awesome game. I for love like, that game. I yeah. a lot of fun. The mine uh, love letters fine for um, love letters fine. I think it's a little bit harder to explain though. No, you would want people to know how to play, so you can just like pick up and go. It's not like it's fine, but the mind is like so much fun. That I I will go to see my family. That's the only reason they invite me to stuff anymore because I bring the mind. And I mean, it's a lot of fun. We played at GPS and stuff when we would go. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Highly recommend uh, if you go to big tournaments with your friends, take little board games to play between rounds. Yeah, it's a, nice. it's a very it's a very good decompressor. Yeah, don't don't bring like settlers of Catan. Like, no, just... don't, don't fucking do that. Well, so funny right. enough, in the, I brought Gloomhaven guys <laughs> in the uh, in the RCQ at Greenville. They had a minis table, and me, Brennan, and his buddy Michael invented a, a miniature game. Oh yeah, called Paintball that we made, nice. and we played that for like an hour and had so much fun. It was a ton of fun. Nice. It's fun where you could do like fucking around with your buddies but yeah yeah yeah. but i know one of the topics i guess i'll interject get us back on track one of the topics we were going to talk about is uh as of this recording pioneer is a whole new format oh to tell it is completely changed and like i said i'm always the one that has to tell everybody about this in our collective group yeah because i apparently i live under a rock so and i it's so, so does alec i hope alec listens to this i love you alec but you also live under a rock it's okay um <laughs> Allie also doesn't have Twitter, and I know I don't think you check Twitter as often as I do. I, I pretty much just get on it. I, I read a lot of Twitter. I don't post a lot of tweets, but I I'm, hell no, I don't post a lot of tweets. Yeah. Um, I tweet more than you actually. You do. I don't tweet that often unless it's like something stupid. Um, okay. But yeah, so I usually scroll through Twitter a lot though, and I follow a lot of people that post different ideas, and I'm in a bunch of different groups. And as of pretty much like yesterday. Actually, during uh, so okay, so this weekend, as of this recording, uh, was a regional championships Athens, um, and the deck that won Athens was Convoke, which is a big deal, um, because you know when Convoke came out, it was big online, but it fell off. I mean, fell off kind of hard to say for it, but it it definitely went down uh, in its in its strength and popularity. Because I think the big thing, in my opinion, for it was like it came out the gate and it got a bad name. Because, like, when you attach the name Hogak to it, like, I think people overprepared for it. And, I mean, 100%. And, like, it's pretty easy to hate out. 
quote unquote, like depending on the deck you're playing. Like, I mean, like people were buying in the festivities, you know, stuff like that. There's other cards that you could play. Also, like I watched Cade on Sunday get his ass rocked by uh, angels. Like that's a, that's apparently a very bad matchup for for Convoke. That uh, that makes perfect sense. Cade said yeah. they went from eight to fifty-two in one turn. So, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, but yeah, when you, so, need, when you need a TI eighty-three to determine your life gains, like you're in trouble. You're some shit. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but yeah, so like I agree with Pierce because Pierce came up and he also plays Convoke. He was like, "This is more like Affinity," and I was like, "Yeah, like I, I agree. It's like Affinity. You you get the one nut turn." And then the rest of your game is hoping that turn like paid off. Right. Usually it's like turn two. It's like, all right, more creatures into convoke thing into draw two or something. Yeah. Or and like turn, make turn everything three, a two, two or something. Yeah. Right. And then turn three is like, all right, we're, we're going to be whacking some bushes or whatever. Yeah. So like it, and Hogak, the big difference, you know, cause I played a lot of Hogak was Hogak was like, it didn't, need the like the early game was good for it anyways but it could just go to the late game like it just had it, it just always was relevant it wasn't like an explosive aggro deck like it can be it, can, it honestly the thing with hogak was it could be anything like it could be this late game deck it could be an early game deck it could kill you by going wide it could kill you by going big like it could it could just kill you with just one threat like right and the win, like, or the win con is like divided it, into like six creatures. What well, also could be a combo like, finish? Like, you could just be like, "I won't attack you, and I'm just going to mill you out." Right. Like people forgot about that. Like that Hogak could just be like, uh, "I'll mill myself out. I have 45 zombies, um, and now I'm going to mill you out." <laughs> right. Like obviously, post uh, bridge, it did become less a combo deck because you couldn't do that anymore. But yeah, someone argue it's the it was. The better build of Hogak. Oh, when they took the combo out. When they when bridge got banned, or what? Yeah, when oh, bridge I got would... banned, pe- and people were like, "Yeah, that's the right. It's just the right version of the deck." I, the I better don't know. version. I didn't play a whole I, lot when it got banned. I did. I mean, I played no. I bought Hogaks right when they got banned, so I was like, "I I don't know." Um. Either way, still have them. It like I think the convoke deck is good, and it winning Athens kind of puts it place in like it's a good deck still, but it's not like. It's also still kind of finding a home. Like, like there's still, like, a big debate up between, like, whether you should be running Clarion Spirit or, or uh, Burning Trees. And the deck is, like, two weeks old, right? Two, yeah, it, weeks it's old. still really young. And, I mean, obviously, like, locally, like, Cade, like we just talked about, like, he was borrowing our deck, and he literally fucking won an LCQ. He got second at multiple RCQs. Oh, like, and he he was, you know, we were, we were buddies. Like, he like we were like, too, right? Uh no. Yeah, I someone said he was. Oh no, Alex. Uh, maybe, Alex said he was on feature. Yeah. Okay. He, he got crushed. But he was on feature. Yeah. He. Uh. We were both like X X. We had the same record throughout, so we were both like, "How'd you do? Nice, nice." And then whatever, as we were, the ra- rounds got later. Oh, also, real quick. Sorry, real quick, real real quick. Like uh, Garrick. Uh, he. You know, I brought up his name a few times in the po- on the pod a few times. He's one of my old Wichita. Kansas uh, friends, we kind of became be- like we weren't necessarily like friend friend friend. We were just like got along. But I feel like since I moved to Texas, he would come down for for these big events. Uh, he was also at the energy event, uh, and we just kind of became a little bit closer through through I guess like these past few years since I've been back in Texas. And uh, it was just great. He's just such a nice guy. Um, a lot of the events that I did really well, and he did really well in as well. And 
at the end of uh, the Swiss, he's like, give me some good news, man. And I was like, I wish I had some. But he had like a very similar record to me. He had another good record. So I just want to like say it's great to see him once again. And he did really well as well. I think he went nine, two, and two. He had a few draw- uh, uh, draws. So he also didn't make cash. But he still had like a really good tournament. But that's, that's it. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt. No, all good. Um. But going back to Pioneer changing, so like that's a big deal, it winning Athens. But in the same vein, we have some new um, other bullshit decks that are just creeping out and blowing up. The biggest one, or one of my favorites is uh, <laughs> a Phoenix deck tore it the fuck up at Athens. Uh, it raffled, and it played four Demolix, which is a four blue card I spent way too much money on before this when the set came out. Um, it's a 4-3 that says it gets cheaper for each spell you cast that turn. Uh, when it attacks, you exile an instant or sorcery and you can cast it. You have to pay for it still, which is kind of gross. Um, and then you can exile four instant or sorcery cards from your graveyard to cast it back from your graveyard. Um, A lot of text. So that have been a card that was discussed for Pioneer Phoenix for a little bit, but, like, it never really felt great, because, like, in Modern, like, you have the turn of, like, turn two, Morphos, Morphos, cast two more spells, and it's free that turn. Like, zero mana instant, zero mana instant. Right, yeah. Bolt, bolt, play two four threes. <laughs> and yeah. it's like, cool, like, I did it. But for, I mean, obviously, in Pioneer, we don't have a Morphos, but I've been playtesting it a lot. And yeah, man, the turn four, when you can do it, it's so fucking gross. When you're like, turn four, like, the build now is like, four otherworldly gaze, four is it charms to like, really put cards in your graveyard, and you're just like, turn four, treasure cruise, opt, consider, fucking removal spell, get two phoenixes back, play out two four threes, go. And it's like... Not bad. Yeah, it's like, good good luck. And it's, it's <laughs> good, but the other deck that, that has... Uh, asserted itself as a dominant deck right now so we'll have to see how it goes is is it drakes or zoomer i think they call it zoomer is it i think is what they call it right now um it's interesting uh i think it really just preys on the fact that four spell pierces in the main is a good choice right now in this format no cole we don't want this i I don't want it either let me I'm, do my dope shit. Let me do I, it. So round one of my RCQ on Sunday, I played Is It Drakes. I was playing Is It Drakes. I played against Phoenix. I spell Pierce three treasure cruises. So no, I fucking get it. <laughs> if I was on the <laughs> receiving end of that, I would be so pissed. Yeah, he was very uh, unhappy. But then again, though, game three, he played four treasure cruises and I didn't. And he won. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah, weird. weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, like... Uh, yeah, so that's the new hotness. It's four fables, four drakes, and four shredders. And then the other big card that makes it very good right now is Blitz of the Thunder Raptor, which is two minute instant. I need to read. Yeah. Yeah, two minute instant. Deal damage equal to the number of visitor sorcerers in your graveyard. Does not check exile. Uh, to creature or planeswalker, if that creature or planeswalker would die, it goes to the exile instead. It is a very relevant card, um, especially in this format of things that have death triggers, like against green and stuff. Um, and also, it was very relevant when I played against like Atraxa. Like getting rid of Atraxa permanently is very relevant, um, and stuff like that. And it's a pretty pretty high damaging spell. Like obviously, uh, they still play four treasure cruises, so it's kind of like you have to be a little a little you know careful uh, on how you're doing things. 
but uh, the deck deck is very good right now. In recent challenges, it was like a majority. Unlike Convoke, where Convoke won its first challenge that it came out, this deck didn't win its first challenge it came out, but it's like fucking 50% of it. Which I think, to me, looking at a deck means more than winning a challenge. And this is this was what what tournament was this again? Uh LC Athens or RC Athens? Yeah, this is a huge tournament like probably like I guess maybe like a group or something. Apparently uh, pro- it was a deck that was in the when when people released it it was a deck that was in the works for a while like in secret. Okay. You know, you know as as you do. And um yeah, like, it, it's a good deck, looking at it. Like, I played it, it felt good. I mean, I think it's a deck, though, that kind of has problems when you throw it in the void of, like, RCQs. Like, my problem was, like, I played against Jank, and, like, the deck kind of preys on not Jank. Right. Like, yeah. your deck wants to play against, like, <laughs> real decks, and when you play against, like, little Timmy and his random bullshit deck, you're like, oh, weird. Um, but, yeah, like, honestly, it's a, it, to me, looking in... This is very exciting news. I know some people are upset by this. I love that Pioneer just changed within a minute. Because it means that... Yeah. It means one of two things. It means that people are innovating and they're trying new things. And it means that the format is not stagnant. Obviously, some decks are... St- obviously, like, Black Red's still really good. Um, Green has definitely started to take a step up to the big big tables again. Um, oh, yeah, I remember me and Alec were talking about Atarka... Atarka Aggro, and he was like, that's not a real deck. I was like, it's been doing really well online. Yes, like, uh, like, those are big decks. Like, it, the format's very open is what I'm going at. And it's, like, Spirits is becoming a big contender in the big leagues. Like, Spirits is, I think in my opinion, Spirits is new humans. Like, there's no reason to play humans anymore. Just play Spirits. Yeah. Both of them are decks that interact with your opponent in a meaningful way, and Spirits flies and gets to play counter spells instead of reactive spells to keep your stuff alive. Like, Spirits definitely got a benefit. Like, a lot of people were asking, or t- we were talking about it a lot, and Spirits became a real deck because of Seachrome Coast. Like, them having access to better mana let Blue White be so much of a better deck. Like,. Not having to run, like, that was a big thing that Alec and I talked about was, like, he had asked, he was like, you know, Spirits had always been around. He was like, why not play Blue-White in the past and over, like, Mono Blue? Because Mono Blue has always been a good deck. And yeah. I was like, well, one of the big things was, first off, the format. You know, if Rakdos is really good, it's hard to argue to play Spirits anyways. Um, but, like, Mono Blue plays a good mana base. At the time, for Blue White Spirits, you only had Henshin Pathway, which that's not really a dual land. You had Hallowed Fountain, and you had... Uh, I think that's really it, right? Uh, Yeah. And you could play Mana Confluence. But then, I saw yeah. Alec, I was like, well, then if that's your argument to play Mana Confluence, then why not just play Bant and just get Coco, which helps you against the Rakdos matchups. Right. So, Seacrow Coast becoming a thing for Blue White was a very big deal. Their mana's good. They don't have to worry about running bullshit. They're always going to have access to both the colors. Paid land too being introduced. Like oh, yeah, less, at, less, less so, but like you don't our, need mana conflicts anymore. You can just play this. Yeah, at our car waste. Yeah, like getting right. both of their blue white lands, it, in, incredibly helpful. Um, and like invasion of Gobicon helped them a lot. 
because Invasion of Govacon by Spellcaller is a pretty fucked up thing. No. Uh, wedding Announcement is also very good. Like, they, they got a lot of very good cards that they needed for to play white. Like, the main board is still the same as it's always been. Like they, They've not gotten anything new for the main, like, at all. Right. Like, it's still Mono Blue, Splash White for Spellqueller uh, in the main board. And then you just get access to having uh, Invasion of Govacon, Skyclave Apparition, Catilda, uh, Portable Holes. You know, just better sideboard cards to help you against the bad matchups like Rakdos. So, it, it's very interesting. I think Spirits is in a very, very good spot. It definitely is becoming a big contender in, the in like, the number, like, the, I think the top four spots. Right. Because, like, its control matchups are already really good, which was always a problem for some decks like that. Like, Spell Quelling, a turn four Supreme, uh, Supreme Verdict is probably lethal. Um, oh, yeah. And then, like, its Lotus matchup is probably pretty good. I can't imagine it wouldn't be. Uh, obviously, like, Rakdos is rough still like you do get a, some good white cards on the board but turn one thoughts he's turn two push plus all these relevant creatures is probably rough it's five color matchup just fucking a sweep <laughs> like both of those decks are so slow they don't interact well and you're just this interactive tempo deck um and then your grease fang matchup is probably pretty 50 50 maybe depending I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not going to quote that. No, Spirits is very good against uh, Greece. 85% based on Dallas. Oh, uh, really? Are the RC. Yeah. Actually, the strongest of all the major decks. From my Funny testing, uh, from playing Phoenix, Phoenix has always felt favored against Spirits. Like, you just run eight removal spells. Oh, I'm talking about, I'm sorry, speed, uh, Spirits versus Greece. No, I know, no, no. I'm just bringing up Phoenix because I'm, oh. I'm looking at the meta. Okay. Uh, and then I know that in our RCQ is Spirits Against Angels and the Final Spirits Crushed Angels. Funny enough, I'm looking at this data. There was not a lot of Phoenix pilots at the no, RC. No, no, no. There was a four recorded matches, uh, Phoenix versus Spirits, and Spirits won those four matchups. I mean, that tracks. Like, I know Spirits can be hard, especially with Invasion of Govacon. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. They invasion you and they can flip it, and it's like, okay, well, shit. Yeah. And then they also got Surge of Righteousness, which is also a very good card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But another reason Phoenix has been doing poorly is because it can't beat the five color decks with leyline binding. Like, there's just no shot of like fighting those fights. Yeah. But now uh, that those decks are taking a big hit because Spirits is running rampant, Phoenix can start to make its way back up. Yeah. I also think like you know the big three decks for me and the RC, and this is like not crazy data. Is like Black Red Sack Spirits and Mono Green Devotion were like by quite a bit, like, really strong decks over the weekend. Like, Rakdos Sacrifice, 59% win percentage. I think Rakdos is under the bracket of, like, if you play that deck religiously, you're probably going to trounce stone everything. The worst matchup for that is Absent Greasefink, 45%. If that's your worst matchup, that's that's a good place to be. And even Monogreen Devotion, you know, it has, like, oh, they have car and it's tough. 49% win percentage against Monogreen. Everything else, it's like 55, 65, 70, uh, 87 against Mono White Humans. It's unreal how like how some of the best matchups that Rakdos Sacrifice has, and like or from I mean, this, ja Jabber... this, this from this data, it's unreal how good it did. Yeah, Jabberwocky won the challenge. He beat Mono Green in the challenge. Right. Like it. Yeah. It's that's a coin flip matchup, which is like really, really 
like that's if that's one of your worst matchups as a coin flip, that's incredible. Like you want that. You want more of that. Yeah. Like it yeah, no, I think Rakdos is, is a very good or Rakdos yeah. very good. I just also think though it's very punishing if you're not good. Yeah, him. I think you definitely gotta practice it. And I I also like, you know, Mono Green Devotion was like slightly below or below spirits and that, but for the amount of people playing it fifty four percent win percentage is like so good like because you you get so many people playing this deck like so therefore you know probably some really strong players and you know some probably a little bit weaker players like you it kind of just like boils down to like a 50 ish like it gets close to 50 percent as you keep going like merc tide like that's a 40 like 48 to 52 percent deck on mm-hmm. a given weekend and that's because the sheer volume of players that bring like will bring that down to earth even though it may be like three of the top eight or something like that uh so okay. and the last big uh deck change thing is uh if you're a blue white player buy some lotus fields that's the new shit blue white lotus has been making a huge comeback on moto and in paper lately we're gonna just start a new part of our podcast it's, it's meta <laughs> meta shares yeah <laughs> um but yeah so now- Jake- yeah, Jacob can uh, finally get that de- that deck back. I guess I can't shame him for it anymore, which is what I was well, now doing. You, well, if you're going to play this deck, make sure you pick up your finale well, of Revelations. Yeah, that deck also put him in the room. It did, so, yeah. So, um, Should have ran it back. Uh, sure. I mean, it probably would have been a good call. Yeah, he played, he played Grease Fang. Um, and Grease Fang, eh. Grease Fang's Grease Fang. It's fine. Yeah, I think, like, I don't know. I hate Grease Fang in a room full of green. Yeah, let's let's check those numbers. Forty eight percent actually that's not not too bad. It was the spirits that really really brought brought it down though. Yeah, it's not a feels good when they have a shacklegeist and you're trying to attack with a Parhelion. <laughs> yeah. And just queller to stop Grease. So just like Well, and also Ew. you don't run any mainboard removal that's relevant for, for that. Oh yeah. No. So game one's essentially a wash. Yeah, so what do you what are you gonna be jamming? Uh, so we finally, you know, we finally ripped the 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 Boros Convoke deck from Kate's greedy little hands. <laughs> no, we we love Kate. Um, so are you gonna be jamming that for a little while? Or are you are, the Drake's deck? Does that catch your fancy? Is that do, uh, do kids is, say that? Yeah, Drake's yeah. is definitely a, a too slow for me. Like I get why it's good. I have all the pieces forever. It's a cool deck. I don't think I'm gonna play it regularly. Uh, if I'm gonna play, I don't, like I don't know if there's any RCQs coming up, and even if I don't know if I would do them right now, but like I'd either play the Demolich deck, like it's fun. I I was really tempted to play it for that RCQ, like I had it in my hand, like mm-hmm. I had all the pieces to the side, you know, to convert it back over, and I was like, man, I was like, oh, God, I just want to play Demoliches, like they just look so cool, <laughs> but I was like, I'll just play Drakes, and I, I still think it was the right choice. I don't regret it. Um. And then uh, that or Convoke. Like, I think if I played another RCQ, I'd probably play Convoke. Like, I really want to put some hours in with it. Even, I think it'd be tied for me for blue-red decks. Like, a deck that I want to invest a lot of time into. It just looks like my style of, like, random bullshit. Put a bunch of power on the board. Tell your opponent to deal with it. It's also a deck that gets better with its obscurity. Like, if people don't respect it, you lose to it. You know? 
It's kind of one of those things. Yeah. Like, it's kind of, to me, it's kind of one of those decks that, like, like, when you get into Pioneer, there are decks you have to respect, and it's kind of becoming one of those things where it's like, okay, like, if I go to a big event, I, I like, you know, like, in Modern, like, you have to have Grave Hate for Dredge. Kind of like that. It's like, I need to at least have, like, some plan if I do just run into the Convoke player, or that, or accept the fact that I can't beat it. Right. Because, like, I will give Convoke the fact that, like, like, I played a little bit online with it, and yeah, like, if you do the turn two, like, turn two, Loxodon, turn three, Burning Tree into Bushwhack, like, you're probably dead. Like, there's just no shot. Mm-hmm. But, the, you know, obviously the deck doesn't do that every time, and, I mean, obviously if you know how to play against it, the big thing to do against it is kill the one white creature that they play early. Because uh, they'll try to lead on, like, a Thraven Inspector and just kill it. Thraven Inspector is just worth put killing. Just yeah. straight up. 100%. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think the deck's good. I don't think the deck's as busted as whenever it first came out. Uh, and I guess then the other thing I would put effort into that I'm gonna I'm gonna try, it's hard because you can't play it on Moto, is the Splinter Twin deck. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's difficult because I can't like, oh man, I want to try this build. Like, I have to just basically do it by ear. Um, so I might have a build of it on Wednesday when I go play for Pioneer. Uh, and just fuck around with it. Because like I, I said, lose, I did lose that deck last week. Funny like, yeah. Well, he's on Grixis. I, I think Demir for me is the way to go. I, no, I think so. T- I, yeah, I, my gut tells me Demir. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I think I get it. Of why you want Grixis? Because then you're just Rakdos splash blue. Um, someone posted a list that they wanted RCQ with. It's Rogues with that combo in it. So I huh. thought I thought that was interesting. I was like, that seems pretty pretty cute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, uh, that's a deck I'm going to work on on the side, but yeah, I have Phoenix sleeved up with Demiliches, and I have, uh, uh, Convoke, I'm going to buy the extra cards, uh, that I'm missing for, like, to interchange it, because I know one list I saw was playing Judges Familiars, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. If you know what that card is. One mana, one one bird, counter, or sack it to counter target, instant or sorcery, unless they pay one. Neat. It's just a random shitter. Um, sure, yeah. And it's white. Also relevant. Uh, but yeah, like, that's where I'm at. I'm excited. I think Pioneer is in a very good spot. I think right now is a good time to get in, too. Um, depending on what you want to play. I think it's kind of, like, pretty open. Kind of build into whatever you want. Like, I think uh, a lot of the aggro decks... Like, Evoke is very cheap to build into, which is nice. Like, you don't need the mana confluence. Some of them only play one. You, you could probably get away with it if you're not trying to run competitively or optimally ultimate is kind of a hard word anyways i think like i don't know how often the one mana confluence will come up but whatever uh but otherwise the deck like fairly cheap i don't really think there's anything like because the knight did go down in price uh yeah i'm actually trying to look up a deck list now it's so it's 285 dollars like and i know mana confluence is a 40 dollar card and then you were on four sacred foundries which those did go up and then that's pretty much it like that's like random like big money everything else is probably like 15 dollars or less like i know inspiring vantages are like 10 dollars stuff like that obviously prices will fluctuate as we're talking about them on this recording like if you listen to this episode a year from now i can't tell can't tell you what (laughs) but um yeah honestly though like i said format's good i highly recommend it unfortunately though i think next season's modern so you know, we'll, we'll see when we get there. I know that's going to be Brent's season. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe. You know, I'm actually, yeah, I'm going to uh, 
yeah, I don't know. Like, I've been trying to help with with Amulet Titan a little bit with with Nick, who's like that's his early pick, I think still. Um, but for me, it's just like I should just keep doing five color creativity. Oh yeah, I mean if it's not broken, that. and the the problem with modern too right yeah. now is because it's not an RCQ, like because they changed how RCQs work. You know, like we don't have any real modern paper testing at all. Like you have to kind of just judge on what is going on in Moto. Right. Yeah. Which which is sure. fine, but you know it has its its up and down ups and downs. You know, like there's only so much information Moto can tell you versus like playing a deck and like at your local RCQ because I mean I mean when you go to your local RCQ you can play against the most random bullshit on the planet round one that like you've never heard of in your life. Right. Um, which is, which is the big thing that happens. Um, like I know if I played modern, I know I was telling Brent, I think the deck I'd buy into is uh, blue red scam. Um, <laughs> the deck yeah. looked, the deck looked really cool. Uh, but obviously we're not talking about modern and we're not, uh, even a pioneer podcast. Apparently. <clears throat> um, <laughs> But yeah, uh, Pioneer, good. Highly recommend getting into it. It's very, very good. Yeah. So, like, for for me, thanks for asking, Cole, um, what, I, what I'm kind of interested in going for. Oh, yeah. So actually, before you talk real quick, uh, I will give the big deal, because you had messaged me prior to this about your, dis- or not even me, you messaged in our chat, like in our one of our discords. Uh, but yeah, like I saw you mention uh, that you were debating not playing Atraxa anymore. I mean, just, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, sh- I should diverse. It's more of just like, I just want to diversify my threats a little bit, kind of, you know, just like, sp- sp- uh, you know, stonks, try to stonk, stonk it out. Um, like, I'm, they're, I'm comfortable with like a few decks, uh, like creativity. I've been, some, I'm like out of touch with creativity. Lotus Field, I still have my finger on the pulse with that. You know, I, I feel like I would have to if, if I talked about it for a full podcast like I did last episode. Um, I don't know. I, I, going on to creativity real quick. Sorry to interrupt. I think, yeah, I, yeah. I think creativity is in a weird hell. <laughs> yeah. And what I hate is like it's it's all grouped together. Like I want to get. Yeah, that's what Alec d- brought up too. Like we talked about it was like in the RC. Like it doesn't separate. And there's different versions of that motherfucker. Like it does not distinguish which ones. Right, like torrential is so much different than like the the worm. The worm. There's also combo. an Atraxa build, like that's very popular. Right, and I think like two worms, like as the wincon is like, it's basically the same as the Zinigos, as far as like you know preparing for the matchup. But like, there's like yeah, there's like th- basically there's three Atraxa, worm, and torrential. And torrential is like so much different than the other two. Yeah, like that's that's is it control with a just a strong finish like kind of mid range finisher type card thing? Um, it's just so different, and I I I don't like how it's just all they're all categorized as the same thing, and it I you know this is it's hard to like read that and say oh okay yeah this is, they're talking about torrential because it's it's just all of them. Well, yeah, there was a point that Alec had brought up because he said uh, he felt creativity had a not good matchup against something and we looked at the chart for athens yeah and creativity was like crushing that matchup and alec was like man i wish they would tell me like which creativity deck is crushing that matchup versus like because he played a lot of gear hulk and he said i don't i kind of remember what matchup it was but he said like oh man it just feels rough 
but yeah. he was like, maybe if you're the combo version, it's better, or if you're the Atraxa version, it's better. Yeah. The de- I mean, the payoffs are obviously different, but Torrential, you play, like, you know, you could just play Control. Like, the Worm version, you kind of just need the Worm. Like, you can't... You, your plan B is not good. Like, you're all in on plan A. Torrential version, you can... Well, you can hard cast an opus. Like, that is a thing you can do. Yeah, you can hard cast opus. You can just torrential, you know, for... Yeah, torrential for opus. And just, well, like, that's just with, a strong play anyway. Well, I was gonna say, and, the big thing with Gear Hulk is you don't have dead cards. Yeah. Like, you, uh, yeah. you, you will... You can just cast your shit. Like, you don't have to have this creativity be your way out. You're not casting a worm. Yeah, no, you and you're not casting a Xenagos. Like you, you don't I, I, I have. Like, yeah, but you don't want to be treasure. there. That's not where you want to go. I'm not. I'm not tickled by this play, but I will do it. Yeah, well, to. yeah, obviously you'll do it, but yeah, no, like, <laughs> yeah, like it. Uh, I don't know, man. It, it's kind of weird. Like, I, I do agree. I wish they would separate it. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, small, small tangent. Small, but I think very relevant. No, I think it's. I think it's very relevant. I think like. We, there's no way we're alone on this. Like, th- no, it's annoying. No, there's no shot. Yeah, I like. I I would guarantee there's a bunch of people that agree with that. That like, right? They wish that they would at least separate it on the on the margin and stuff. So that right. People could know. Yeah, but yeah. So yeah, obviously I've been playing a lot of Neoform Atraxa and been pretty happy with it. And then I played Lotusville a few times, but basically I. I guess apparently too too chicken shit to to play it in like real tournaments or whatever, but I also think like Neo Former Tracks is still pretty dang good in the format. Uh, but Cole, after just like this, the last week, I was like, Mono Green Devotion had like going back to it had a very good win percentage, and it had a lot of pilots too. To it seemed like a pretty good deck, so I'm actually gonna. That's that's what I'm going to shove some some reps in is just mono green, basic bitch mono green, uh, and try to you know learn the deck, learn the combo, uh, and and just kind of get get good or whatever with this deck because I th- I think just those those numbers are very encouraging for for people I think if they want a good like it's a good deck uh, I know I know Roger you know he in the same. Um, and that same Discord was like, uh, you, you know, he's he's like, oh, what about bannings or something? Like, you know, that's basically like every third sentence with Roger is like that's something with bannings or whatever. Love you, Roger. But I was like, I already have the deck. I'm not worried about it. Um, I, I, it was just those numbers are just too. If I feel foolish to not like do that, and I, just, you know, just want to like get good with better decks with other decks, not better. There's nothing better than Neo Forbidden Tracks, but get better with other decks. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Keep keep your head up. I did say in the <laughs> Discord when I lost round one to Phoenix, I did say I lost the better deck. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Um, but and there's nothing else I'm really interested in playing. I I haven't like I have no strong opinions about creativity right now because I always like the. I'm the just so version. disinterested in it. I have like no desire at all for it. And those, yeah, same thing with the mono green being good. Creativity, you know, as you know, as bad as the data is, it's it's still like not good. If looking at this chart, and you know, it's like this. Where where is it? Creativity, forty-seven percent win percentage for a kind of small sample size, like pretty low for like the best, like the top tier decks. I don't know. To me, it's like, 
man, it's just like when I sign up for Blue Red, I'm like, I want to draw cards. I want to like do things. And then yeah. I like look at fucking, um, like I just look at creativity and I play it. And I'm like, oh, man, it's just so slow and boring. And I just I'm so disinterested in it. <laughs> Because at least, like, with Drake's, you play four out, four consider and Treasure Cruise. Like, at least you're drawing cards. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I, I agree. Like, Mono Green, you're probably doing stuff, cool stuff every turn. And Neoform Traxa, it's less like cool stuff every turn as well. Um, yeah. But I think I, I got nothing else, Cole. Yeah, I, I mean, we... that's that's... That's it for me. I don't. I don't have anything else on the uh, the meta alert. Yeah, that nothing. Nothing else. That, no, nothing that else. Is, nothing know. else is showing up on my player right now for the meta. Alert. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you know. Okay. Cool. Well, uh, I guess we'll call it there, and we'll catch you guys next time.